Shalom to all. Today's office morning, Kuntav Tezvav. We are starting the eighth line, the third word of the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabatsar, Yaakov Maisha, Herna Shamashadev and Leo, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Basar Meir Zev, Herna Shamashadev and Leo, and in honor of the Yartzeit, Arab Chaim, and Arab Shalom Yosef, his Nishamashadev and Leo, and he should be a male to for his family and all of Klal Yisrael. Now we've been discussing different things relevant to an Avel, and one in Nidui, which is a form of Cherem, excommunication, and the Metzaira. So the more continues. Avel Chai Batifas Arash, how do we know that an Avel has to wrap his head? This was a meaning they used to have back in the day where they would wrap their head with a turban or a kerchief and it would actually cover their eyes and go all the way into their lips. So how do we know that Avel is chayv in that? Since Hashem had told you, do not wrap yourself to your lips. That teaches that everyone else is chayv. So now this is very important because the Lord is going to refer back to this throughout these upcoming dafim. Yechazkal Navi was told by Hashem that his wife is going to die, but he isn't allowed to act like a regular Avel. So based on the description of what Yechazkal was told he should or should not do, we learn that a regular Avel should or should not do the opposite. So over here, Yechazkal Navi was told not to wrap himself, so we learn that all other Avelim are chayv to wrap themselves. Menuda Ma'abatifas Arash, what about Menuda? Is he chayv to wrap himself? So Amrav Yesvi tells us, Tashma, we have a riot. The Gemara Tainus tells us that after the set of 13 fast days that were fasting to bring rain, and still if rain didn't come, so the Hamid take on certain practices upon themselves. They wrap themselves and they sit like people who are Menudim and like Avelim. Until Shemayim is Merachim on them, has mercy on them. So we see from here that someone who's a Menuda should wrap himself. So Amrav told him, that's not a riot. Perhaps someone who's excommunicated by Hashem, that's much more chamer, and that's why they have to wrap their head. But someone who's excommunicated by Bezdin does not have to wrap themselves, so that's not a raya. Now, remember this answer from Abraya because we're going to bring it up again on Amun Bez, and it's going to be the exact opposite. Now, Matsar, Mahabatifa Zarash, what about Matsar? Does he have to wrap his head? Tashma, it says in the Pasuk regarding Matsar, Val Safam Yate, and he shall wrap himself until his lips. Bechal Shachai Batifa Zarash, we see from here that he has to wrap himself. Shma, you know, we have a raya. Another halacha, Avil Asr Lenech Tfilin, how do we know that Avil is not allowed to wear Tfilin? Since Hashem had told Yechaskel, you should wear your splendor upon yourself, referring to tefillin. That tells us that in regular avil is usher to wear tefillin. Menuda mahabit tefillin. What about a menuda wearing tefillin? Take we're going to wait for Eliyahu Navi to come and answer that. Mitzayra mahabit tefillin. What about a mitzayra? So Tashma, we have a pasuk about mitzayra that says vehatzarua and someone who has saras, and we have an extra hay over here vehatzarua. The rabbis kain gadol that includes a kain gadol. If he has saras, he has to actually be treated like a mitzayra. The pasuk continues begadav yoferumim. His begadim should be parum shiumikurum. That means they should be torn. V'roisha yia parua. What does that mean? Ain priya elagidol sar. That means he should grow his hair out as a Mitzayra. Diver Rabbi Lezer, that's Rabbi Lezer's opinion. Rabbi Kiva, I mean, he says, no, never Havaya Barash, never Havaya Beged. It says the word Havaya by the head, and it says Havaya by Beged. It says, Yihi, yeah, that's Lashon of Havaya. So, Mahavaya, Amur Beged, just like the Havaya that said by the Beged, Davar Shachot Megufa, that's talking about something that's outside his body, his clothing are outside his body, and they have to be torn. Af Havaya Barash, Davar Shachot Megufa, so too the Havaya being spoken about by his head, it's talking about something outside his body, not referring to his hair, talking about something on top of his head, meaning his head should be uncovered. does that mean he should not be wearing tefillin as a mitzayra. So Rav Papa, he says, not a raya. Loi akumta v'sudra, that means he shouldn't be wearing his hat or his headkerchief, but it does not mean that a mitzayra shouldn't be wearing tefillin. And another halacha, avil asr b'shi'ilah shalom. How do we know that an avil is not allowed to greet people and he's not allowed to be involved in greeting people? To come to the Yechazkel, since Hashem told Yechazkel, hey, anegdaim, that you should mourn and be silent. And this is actually one of the few things that Yechazkel and Avi did keep to like a regular avil. So we see the regular avil is not allowed to greet people. Menuda ma b'shi'ilah shalom. What about a menuda? Is he allowed to be involved in greeting people? So Amrav Yasef, once again, brings Raya from Sechas Tainis. Tashma says over there, they have to limit themselves in greeting people, like people that were being rebuked by Hashem. So we see from here the people that are rebuked by Hashem, they're menuda, they should not be greeting each other. So Amalei Abayah, once again, he answers the same thing. Perhaps someone who's excommunicated by Hashem, they're not getting rain from Hashem. That's like a form of excommunication. Perhaps that's much more chamer, and that's why they're not allowed to greet themselves. However, if someone's a menuda by Bezdin, perhaps they are allowed to greet him, so that's not a raya. And Mitzayim, what about Mitzayim? Is he allowed to be involved in greeting people? Tashma, the Pasuk says, 
Nigata. What does that mean? Shiu sifsais of midubaka zubazu. His lips should be sealed together. They should be clamped together. Shake menuda uchavil. He should be like a menuda and avil. Vaaser b'shiilah shalom. And he's not allowed to greet people. Shmamino, we have a raya that a mitzvah is not allowed to greet people. So the Gemara asks, okay, we have this brayso that compares a mitzvah to a menuda. So v'nifshet minol a menuda. We should learn from here that a menuda also is not allowed to greet people. So Amar Vachar Pinchas v'shmeid Rav Yosef Mikatani Shaaser doesn't actually say in this brayso that a menuda is aser. All it says is shake menuda uchavil katani that he should be just like a menuda and avil. And what does that mean? Then a mitzvah should be like a menuda and avil and other things, and also of aser namim b'shiilah shalim. A mitzvah specifically is aser to greet people, but that doesn't mean that menuda is also aser to greet people. So we don't have a raya to menuda. And the Gemara continues. Avil aser b'devar Torah. How do we know an avil is not allowed to learn Torah? Midikam Rachmanu leichaskol. Since Hashem had told Yichaskol Navi, daim you should remain silent. And again, this is another thing that Yichaskol Navi did keep to like a regular avil. And avil is not allowed to learn Torah. And menuda ma b'devar Torah. What about a menuda? Someone in nido is he allowed to learn Torah? So Amar Vyasvi says Tashma. We have a brass that says menuda shine of a shine. Like he's allowed to teach others, and they're allowed to teach him. Niskarv and Niskar, like he's allowed to be hired, and he's allowed to hire others. Mochram, someone who's in cherem, which is a much more severe form of nidoy. Loishan of Loishan, like he's not allowed to teach others, they're not allowed to teach him. Loish Niskarv, Loish Niskar, like they're not allowed to hire him, he's not allowed to hire other people. Avoshayin who laatzmai, but he is allowed to learn to himself. Shalayafsikaslimude, so he doesn't have to stop learning. Vaisloichanus ketana b'shvil parnasasai, and they're allowed to make a small store for him so he can make parnasa while he's in cherem. And Amarav, Rav says Vune Maya pixay the arvus, he is allowed to sell water in the marketplace of arvus so that he can make parnasa. Shmamino, we see. From here, that someone who's in cherem and for sure someone who's in nidui, which is a less form of cherem, is allowed to learn Tyra. And Mitzrayim Abadiv Tyra. What about Mitzrayim? Is he allowed to learn Tyra? Tashma, we have a brayso. The pasuk tells us, and you shall make them known, referring to Tyra to your sons and grandchildren, like the day that you stood in front of Hashem at Chayiv, which is talking about Harsinai. Ma'alon be'emer v'yir v'reses zeya. Just like at Harsinai, we received it with fear and trembling. Ema be'yir v'reses zeya. So too, whenever Tyra is taught, it has to be taught and it has to be learned in such a manner. Mikan Amru. From here, they said. All these people, they're allowed to read and they're allowed to learn and That's because they are still able to learn it in a state of However, someone who's a Balkari, they are not allowed to learn Tyra because the whole way they became a Balkari was through too much levity, too much lightheadedness, and they weren't serious enough, and therefore they're not able to learn Tyra in a state of But either way, we see from here that Mitzayra is able to learn Tyra. And more halacha. How do we know that an avil is not to wash their clothing? The pasuk says, Yayav sent a message to Takaya. Now Yayav was David Melch's general, and he was trying to make peace in between David Melch and his son of Shalim. So therefore, he pulled off some sort of ruse. What did he do? He sent a message to Takaya. He took a very wise woman from there. And he told her, His you should pretend like you're a mourner. And you should wear clothing of a mourner. And you should anoint yourself with oil. And you should act like this for many days. As if you're mourning over a dead person. But we see from here, he told her to put on begadim of an avil of a mourner, so clearly this is referring to special clothing of an avil, dirty, unkempt, and therefore we see that an avil is not to wash their clothing. Menudah and Mitzrayah and Mahin B'techibayis, what about a menudah and a Mitzrayah? Are they allowed to wash their clothing? Tashma, we have a brand, so it says, Beferish, Menudah and Mitzrayah, Asur and L'Sabr L'Chabes, they're not allowed to take a haircut or wash their clothing. Shema, we know, we have a fair Shariah. Avil Chai B'Kriah, how do we know that an avil has to tear his clothing? To Kamalur Achmar L'Bnei Aaron, because Hashem had told the sons of Aaron, this is referring to after Nadav Naviyu died, so Allah and somewhere were told, that your clothing should not be torn. Mechal to Kolyal Mechayv that teaches us that a regular avil his clothing should be torn. Menuda Ma'al Bekriya, what about a menuda? Does he have to tear his clothing? Take it, we're going to have to wait for Eliyahu and Navi to come and answer that. Mitzayru Ma'al Bekriya, what about Mitzayru? Does he have to tear his clothing? Tashma, it says in the Pasuk, Begad of you for Rumim. What does that mean? Shu Mikurayim, they should be torn. Shma, we know we see from here that Mitzayru has to tear his clothing. And Avil Chayb Bekriya Samita, how do we know that Avil has to turn over his bed? This was a minig they used to have just like Atifas or Rosh. We do not have this minig nowadays, but they used to have this minig they would turn their beds over as an avil. How do we know that he has to do so? 
Kapara because Bar Kapara taught. I place the likeness of myself in them. We know that we're created in the image of Hashem. However, in their sins, I overturned it. We know when a person dies, so his face turns over and it looks different. Therefore, they should also turn their beds over because of that, meaning when they're in mourning. What about a Menudo Do they have to turn their beds over? Take over and have to wait for El Yonavi to come and answer that question. How do we know an Avil is not allowed to do Malacha? And I have turned your Yom Taifim over into mourning. Just like a Yantif, you're not allowed to do Malacha. Af Avil, Asr Malacha. So to an Avil is not allowed to do Malacha. Menuda, Mao Basis Malacha. What about a Menuda? Is he allowed to do Malacha? Amrav Yesvi says, Tashma, we have a Brias in Sechus Tainus that tells us, Amru Asr Basis Malacha. When they said that on a fast day, you're not allowed to do Malacha, Loy Amru El Abiyam. They only said you're not allowed to do Malacha during the day of a fast day. Avablaila Mutter, but you are allowed to do it the night of a fast day. And the Brias mentions a whole bunch of other things regarding a fast day as well. And then the Brias concludes, Vachena Tamarta Menuda Avil. We find the same thing by Menuda and Avil. So my lava, Kulu, doesn't that mean that this conclusion of the Brias, that we find the same thing by Menuda and Avil, is going on everything mentioned in the Brisa, including the Isra of doing work. So that means an Amnuda is not allowed to do work. So Gemara says, not a Raya, Loy Ashar, it's going on the rest of the Brisa, but it's not talking about this specific thing of doing work. So Tashma, we try to bring another Raya from a Brisa, Menuda, someone who's a Nidu, a Shine of a Shine Loy, he's allowed to teach and they're allowed to teach him. Niskar, Niskar Loy, they're allowed to hire him and he's allowed to hire people for himself. So Shema, we know, we see from here that he's allowed to do work. Mitzayr, Mahabasiyas, Malach, why do I have Mitzayr? Is he allowed to do work? Take us, so we're going to have to wait for Eloy Yonavi to come and answer that question. Avil Asr Berchitza, how do we know that Avil is not allowed to wash himself? He's not allowed to shower, he's not allowed to bathe. The Chsiv, the Pasuk says, Yahweh told this woman from Tokai that she's not anoint herself with oil or and we know that washing oneself, bathing oneself is included in anointing oneself, so an avil is not allowed to wash themselves. Menuda Marabirchitza, what about Menuda? Is he allowed to wash himself? Amarviasvi says, Tashma, we have the same Braisa from Sechos Tainis, Kshamru, when they said on a fast day that Asr Berchitza, you're not allowed to wash yourself. Loy Amru al Kalgufa, that's only talking about the whole body. Avalpan of Yadav Ragl of Mother, but a person is allowed to wash his hands, face, and feet on a fast day. And again, the Braisa concludes, we find the same thing by a person who's Menuda and Avil. My lava Kulu doesn't mean it's talking about everything mentioned in the Brisa, including washing himself. So a person who's a menuda is not allowed to wash his entire body, but he is allowed to wash his hands, face, and feet. The Gemara says, Loya Shar, it's going on the rest of the Brisa. And Mitzar Amar so what about a Mitzar? Is he allowed to wash himself? Take it, we're going to have to wait for Eliyahu Navi to come and answer that. Avil also many less how do we know that Avil's not allowed to wear shoes? Since Hashem told you should put your shoes on your feet. That tells us that every other Avil is not allowed to wear shoes. Menuda Malbaniel what about menuda? Is he allowed to wear shoes? Amrav Yesvi says, Tashma, we have a Brisa that says, when they said that on a fast day you're not allowed to wear shoes, that's only said in the city of Al Baderch. If you're going along the way, Mutter said you're allowed to wear shoes. How do we apply that practically? If a person goes out on a journey, so Nile, he's allowed to put on his shoes. Once he comes into the city, he has to take them off. And once again, that same bright concludes, we find the same thing by Menuda and Avil. So, doesn't that apply to everything mentioned in the Brisa, including wearing shoes? So, we see that Menuda is not allowed to wear shoes. So, once again, we say, it's going on everything else in the Brisa, not specifically referring to wearing shoes. What about Matar? Is he allowed to wear shoes? And once again, we conclude, Teiku. Avil also with Tashvish Mamito. Avil is not allowed to engage in marital relations. And Tashvish Mamito, how do we know that? The Pasuk says, Vayinachim David is Bathsheba Ishtai. That David consoled Bathsheba, his wife. This is after their son died. Vayavayla, and then he came to her. Machadimekar Asr, that implies that beforehand, while they were still in Avelis, it was Asr to have Tashmish. Menuda Mahab Tashvish Mamito. What about someone who's a Nidu? Is he allowed to engage in marital relations? Amraviyasvi says, Tashma, Kalais and Shamshah Yisrael Midbar. All those years that Kalais was in the Midbar, Menudin Hayu, they were considered Menudin, they were excommunicated by Hashem because of the Chet HaMaraglim, Vishim Shumitaseim, and nonetheless, they still attach Shamita. So Amalei Abai, here comes Abai with his answer, but it's exact opposite than what he answered on Amad Aleph. He said, Vidom Menud L'Shemayim Shani, the kill. Perhaps if someone's Menudah by Shemayim, he's excommunicated by Hashem, that's much more Mekel, and that's why he's allowed to have married relations. However, someone who's excommunicated by Bezin, he is not allowed to have Tashmish. The Gemara asks, Kale, how can you say it's more Mekel to be excommunicated by Hashem? Ahmed, you had just said on Amad Aleph Chamer, that's much more Chamer. So Gemara says, Abai was actually Misopic whether or not it was more Mekel or more Chamer. So Zil 
Whichever way you're going to turn, we're going to be able to push you away. If you want to try to say lakula, so we're going to say, oh, but being menudel shmaim is lachomer. If you want to say lachomer, then we're going to say, oh, menudel shmaim is lakula. That's because we're mesopik, so we could use it either which way. Mitzarim ha b'tashlamita. What about a mitzar? Is he allowed to be involved in tashlamita? Tashma the tanya of a brayso that says v'yashem yichutz la'alai. He should be outside of his tent. This is referring to mitzara. Sheik a menudel chavil. He should be like a menudel avil. V'asr b'tashlamita. He's not to be involved in tashmish. Vein alai el ishtai. Being outside his tent means being away from his wife. Shneimer the pasuk says Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Klai Yisrael after Matan Tyra lech emer lahem go tell them shuv lechem lechem go back to your tents meaning go back to your wives you're allowed to be with your wives. Shema amino we see from here that a mitzayra is not allowed to be with his wife. Asking more of nishayt nahamilu menuda why don't we use his brisa as well for menuda to say that menuda is not allowed to be with his wife either because the brisa says just like a menuda. So Amr Rav Huna Breder Rav Pinchas Breder Rav Yosef we had the same answer on Amud Aleph. Mikatani sheaser does it say beferish and menuda is aser b'tash shamito all it says is shehe kemenuda chavil that he should be just like a menuda and avil which means b'mila achronaisa and other things he's compared to menuda avil and v'asrinayim b'tash shamito a mitzayra has one up over menuda and avil that he's also aser b'tash shamito but there's no riot from that brisa the menuda is aser b'tash shamito and the last halacha for the day avil einam shalech karbonosav and avil is not allowed to send his karbonos to be brought for him titanu have a brisa reb shimon he says shlamim what's understanding of a carbon shlamim b'smachu shalim that's only if the person is whole v'lo b'smachu einin and not at a time that he's an einin and einin over here is also referring to an avil if a person is an avil so he's not shalim and he's not allowed to have his karbonos brought for him menuda maushishal karbonosav what about a menuda is he allowed to send his karbonos for someone to be brought for him amrav yisvi says tashma we have a brisa call eisen shalom show yisrael midbar all those years that klai yisrael was in the midbar menuda and hayu they were considered menuda by hashem as we said because of the chet hamaraglim v'shalchol karbonosayim and nonetheless they still sent their karbonos every single day a carbon talmud was brought and that was a carbon for all of klai yisrael so we see that menuda is allowed to have his karbonos brought for him amrav yabai once again rabbi responds to rav yosef v'dilman menuda l'shmaim shani the kill perhaps if someone's excommunicated by hashem that's much more mekel and he's still allowed to have his karbonos brought for him so once again we ask the same question kill it's much more mekel v'amit chamer you said it's more chamer on amit aleph so once again we answer just like we did before was Mesopic, whether or not someone who's Menudel Shemaim is more Chamor or more Kal, and therefore Matchile, he could use it for his advantage, pushing away a riot either which way. And Mitzayra Maushi Yishachal Karbonai, so what about Mitzayra? Is he allowed to send his Karbonai with someone? So Tashma, we have a riot. The Tanya, the Brasa tells us as follows. After he becomes Tahar, that means after he separates himself from the Mace. Shivas Yom Yisbru Lai, they should count seven days for him. Elu Zayn Mesfira, this is talking about his seven days of counting. So let's just pause here for a second. This Pasuk is actually referring to two distinct cases, both regarding Akayin. The first part of the Pasuk is referring to after Kain became Tameh and went through the seven-day Tahara process, then after he becomes Tahar, he brings a carbon. The next part of the Pasuk, Shivas Yom Yisperu Lai, is referring to a Kain who became a Mitzayra, so he needs to count seven days before he can come fully Tahar, that's Shivas Yom Yisperu Lai. Now continuing with the next Pasuk that says, on the day that he comes into the Kaidish, meaning into the base of Mekdash, El Chatzar Panimus, into the inner Chatzar, Lasharis Bakaidish, to serve in the Kaidish, Yaakov Chatase, then he should bring his Chatos. Mentioned is referring to his Asir Sa'ifa, which means this last Pasuk is referring to a Kayin being initiated into Avaita for the first time. He brings an Asir Sa'ifa, which is a Mincha. So, according to Rabbi Huda, these two Psukim are broken up into three different parts, and they're talking about three distinct cases. Now, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, and he argues with Rabbi Huda's explanation of this last Pasuk, and we're going to use him as a Raya for what the Halacha is by a Mitzayra. The Pasuk tells us, Yakriv, and that's that last Pasuk. And what do we learn from here? If this Kayin is able to come into the base of Mikdash, then he's able to bring his Karbanas. If he's not able to come to the base of Mikdash, and he's not able to bring his karbonos. So actually, this last pasuk is not talking about something new, something different than the previous pasuk. It's reflecting back on the previous pasuk, and it's telling us these two different kaihanim that we were speaking about in the previous pasuk, one who is Tameh Mesa and one who is a Mitzayra, they're not allowed to send their karbonos to someone else if they're not able to come into the base of Mikdash. So we learn from here that a Mitzayra, since he's not able to come into the base of Mikdash, he's not able to send his karbonos with someone else. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with discussing Nidoi and Cherem. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.